Mike, thanks for joining us. Yeah, love to get a little background from you, just an introduction. I uh, work for Veracity Consulting and uh, I'm, I'm the practice lead for both our data and our emerging tech areas. And uh, in the emerging tech space, there's a lot of buzz around blockchain right now. Um, over the past couple of years, we've had clients ask about it. We've been at different summits and, uh, you know, working with clients that want to know what it is and you know, whether to take it seriously or not. Uh, so got very interested, went real deep on it, read a number of books, watched a lot of videos, uh, recently finished an MIT course, decided to write, write my own book on the subject. And uh, a brief description of blockchain comes out, uh, it's targeted for release January 8th. So trying to break down the whole conversation into kind of bite-sized chunks put it into layman's terms, uh, you know, help people understand what it, you know, what is it, um, you know, separate the thinking, you know, from Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, talk more from a distributed ledger technology standpoint and help folks understand why is this thing on the top of everybody's mind in technology and business right now. Yeah, totally hot topic. You know, a lot of our clients are either exploring or already in that space. And we've got the crypto side and we've got, you know, supply chain automation and, you know, cold chain tracking for pharmaceuticals and, um, you know, other people looking at digital asset tracking for, um, you know, digital rights management almost, you know, on the ledger. And so, yeah, I'd love to love to get your feedback on what, you know, broadly speaking, what are clients asking for? Is it the ability to understand just at all and how it applies to the business or where are the, where are the thought leaders, you know, what are the questions that should be asked out in the business space? Yeah, I think, I think starting with the finance sector, a lot of folks wanting to understand, you know, more about smart contracts and understanding, you know, you know, how can it help us with payment servicing, everything in the, in the finance world, you know, what's the risk, you know, you know, how far has it gone as far as regulatory? When you move into supply chain, it's a, it's a little bit different conversation. You've probably, everybody that's uh, tracking this has probably seen all the stuff, you know, between IBM and Walmart and all the things happening as far as food safety and tracking of assets from cradle to grave. It's got a real um, appeal to supply chain. Uh, I did a, uh, speaking engagement last week for Kansas uh, Supply Management Council. Some really good questions came up. Um, you know, all these different uh, Walmarts, Sam's Club, you know, hey, we need our, you know, our vendors getting on, you know, blockchain. You know, what does that mean when a supplier is being asked to establish a presence on, you know, blockchain and how are they gonna navigate that? How are they gonna hook up their legacy systems? Um, you know, as we first started getting out into into our client base and, and we started to establish ourselves in the Midwest and, you know, in this area as kind of a thought leader and kind of penetrating this in, in a way nobody else around here has, certainly we, we started getting a lot of questions about, well, you know, what happens if I want to move? You know, when I, when I sign up to get into a particular blockchain service, you know, what happens if I don't like it? What if, what, you know, what do I do? You know, to move the buzz that's really starting to hit, you know, the last couple of weeks is, you know, are these 
myriad of blockchains, you know, you, the, big, the big ones being Consensus and Hyperledger and Ripple, I mean, is there going to be some way for them to communicate with each other? And there's two very distinct schools of thought. There are people that, you know, are supporting the open source consortiums and want to make sure that, you know, this communication can flow. And then there are folks that think that that goes against the very grain of what blockchain is trying to establish. So there, I think our clients are just trying to, you know, separate you know, the, the real message and the reality of what it is and where it's going to be in a year, where it's going to be in five years from all the noise and, and from all the hype and certainly the crypto side of it. Um, uh, so that's, we spend a lot of time talking about that with, with clients in, in just a, a dozen different business sectors. It's, it's been a lot of, it's really been a lot of fun. It's, uh, it's just uh, a different thing for our business. And it's been a tremendous amount of fun as we help our clients understand this um, before we even look at one way to drive revenue from it. You know, we've basically said, okay, we're going to first go out and educate and we're going to, we're going to establish, you know, a a knowledge base and start here in the Midwest and we're going to learn everything we can about it. We're going to educate first and then we're going to, then we're going to help companies in different business sectors navigate, you know, how do, how do you get there? How do you go? How do you go on the chain? Why, why do you need to be on the chain? Why do you want to stay away from it? Those kind of things. Do you think it parallels the discussion that would have happened in the late nineties, early two thousands? And like, I got to get my business on the internet. You know, we've had other guests and, you know, thought leaders kind of describe as, you know, five years from now, you're not going to say you're on the blockchain. You know, you're basically just, it's like saying that you're on the internet. You know, is, is it that, yeah. is it that disruptive? You know, is, is it just like, well, it's, it's just a protocol. It's TCP IP, you know, 3.0. The promise of blockchain is absolutely that disruptive. So, so, so I like to spend some time separating the promise of what blockchain can be versus what blockchain really is today. Um, there's a lot of work being done around consensus, which is a fundamental characteristic of how, blocks of data are approved, if you will, to be added to the chain. Certainly the promise of what blockchain can do, uh, the reason why businesses need to take it seriously and why it is very similar to those conversations back in the 90s is because the businesses don't want to suddenly wake up and find themselves disrupted and left behind. They, they don't want to wake up one day and say, we can't compete because we're, we're on the old architecture now and we're paying the old fees, and we have all the old levels of intermediaries and middlemen. So the promise of how to reduce all that friction is what I think blockchain has the ability to do, and I think businesses are taking that very seriously from a competitive standpoint. How can, you know, it's always about, you know, taking out expense and, and increasing profit, removing expense, removing friction, and, and blockchain isn't in my opinion, it's not quite there yet on all, on all levels, but it is, it is moving there quickly. And I think that's why businesses are taking it very seriously. So you think business leaders now just simply need to focus on the education component. Don't move right into implementation, hire a bunch of developers. You know, I'm just reading the, some of the popular press in our space, you know, well, you know, blockchain developer demand is up 400% last year. And I'm just wondering, what are they building? Yeah. I mean, cause it, cause is it ready for, primetime build yet at all. I think that 
it's very close. I think there's, there's a lot of one-offs right now. And I think that's where it's all going to, it's all going to begin. That's, that's the incubation stage, if you will, that you've got all these one-offs, you've got all these parallel prototypes and proof of concepts running. And I think that's the, that's the place you want to be right now. And I think businesses want to find a way to be part of that because just, just having the ability to go out and say to your clients and say to a, you know, to, to a, a client base, hey, we're seriously looking at blockchain or hey, we're testing blockchain. That, that resonates right now. Why does it resonate? You know, you could, you could give a number of reasons why that resonates, but it's, a, it's top of mind. So, so businesses are looking at that, that first. I think, I think from there, it's a, it's a much more slow, meticulous evaluation. Say, okay, I'm going to go ahead and move a complete segment on my business to distributed ledger technology, where are my hurdles? And certainly those exist. Everything from performance to, you know, how, how can I have some level of decentralization, but have some level of control? I mean, that's going to be, in my opinion, one of the fundamental business concerns as this thing moves forward. Um, Businesses signing up for complete decentralization versus some limited level of control. Um, and I think blockchain can get them there. Um, so, you know, I don't, I don't typically give short answers as you're finding, but I think the short answer is um, businesses need to take it seriously. I think um, there's a lot of technologists, a lot of smart folks in academia in technology right now are, uh, truly believe that these hurdles are going to get resolved. Some of these, you know, various hurdles that, you know, as you take, the blockchain and take a particular business sector and fully move it into blockchain, they're going to get resolved over the next two, three, four years. And then it is going to be a case of businesses that left out in the cold on the outside looking in. And that's where the disruption is truly going to hit because they're just simply not going to be able to compete in my, in my opinion, because the, the businesses on the blockchain, if it, if it delivers what it promises to deliver, are going to be doing business faster at a lower cost with much more transparency. And, and they're going to be able to address things like food safety and they're going to be able to address, you know, provenance in a way with assets that they, that they typically have to spend a lot of money today to do those kind of things. They're going to be operating at a lower cost. At least that's the, that's the goal. So I'm a business that's just getting started in this. I, I'm a reasonably technology enabled business. I've got developers on staff already. I know I need to be paying attention. What are the first steps? Well, talking to an organization like Veracity, it, what we're really trying to do is we're trying to establish the ability to talk to you, assess what your legacy model looks like, what's your business process model look like, and what is your use case. And, and we start there and we take it through a decision matrix that establishes, is this particular use case well suited to be in a distributed ledger technology platform? And, um, you know, what's the risk? Um, you know, all the, all the aspects that you would look at for any technology evaluation but there are certain flavors of blockchain with regard to, um, you know, what kind of consensus model are we going to use? What, what do your actors look like? Do you have, do you have known participants or, or is it more public and wide open um, so that you can determine what 
type of blockchain and what direction to take them in. Um, are you going to be using smart contracts right out of the gate? Obviously, you start moving in an Ethereum direction. I think Hyperledger is really positioning itself nicely to go after supply chain in a big way. Um, so first and foremost, it's understanding that business operation and the use case that you're proposing and, and heading you in the right direction for the right blockchain solution. Then it's a matter of connecting your legacy system or your legacy process to, to that particular blockchain and we can help build that bridge. Um, addressing things like, you know, what type of key storage do you need for your public and private keys? What does your network evolution look like as far as blockchain? Uh, you know, wh where do you want to start? Do you, do you want to go back in time slightly or do you want to start, you know, day zero is tomorrow? Answering all those questions, helping them determine what, what is the right network and right blockchain to go on and then basically wiring things up, starting to connect the systems and the transactions through things as simple as APIs. And, and we, we wanna be that, we wanna be in that place with clients, both our existing clients, future clients. We wanna be that go-to company that can help them get started and establish that first proof of concept in that prototype. Fantastic. Well, let me finish with a question I'm asking a lot of guests now. Uh, what makes, the perfect engineer makes the perfect engineer. Oh man. Uh, a good mix of, of, uh, curiosity along with experience. I think, I think best practice is always the way to go, but the ability to have enough curiosity to really know your customer, know your client, uh, to be able to adjust accordingly. The, the engineer that, that takes the time to continue to stay fresh, which in today's day and age is that's a tall order all in itself, but a good mix of uh, work ethic, curiosity, a solid knowledge base, and a, a, a decent dose of experience. That's that's a good engineer in my mind. How much experience is enough experience? That's <laughs> that's a that's the million dollar question. I think um, I, I'm I'm impressed with the talent that I see. You know, coming not only out of typical college. But tech schools today, um, there's some really smart folks coming out of school. Um, they're driven. They're, they're excited. They're curious. Um, you, get in, you get in the business environment, um, you run into some things that are obviously a little bit different, but it's fun. If you, if you, if you, if you keep it light and uh, keep it exciting and, and uh, uh, you, know, you get to see that smile on the client's face when you deliver something for them, I mean, that's what energizes me and that, that's what I like to see with new folks coming into the industry you know make it fun awesome Mike thanks so much for uh, your words today and your wisdom appreciate it thank you Thanks for listening to the Frontier Podcast produced by Gun.io. 
We're the only freelancing platform where engineers actually go to hire other engineers. If you want to learn more about how to hire or freelance with us, head over to gun.io and get in touch. Let us know you heard the podcast and we'll pay for your first 10 hours with a kick-ass engineer.